Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me after another very long weekend, a double header, is JD. How are you, mate? Fantastic, mate. How about yourself? Oh, recovering That's after good. all Townsville, and it was a basically a double draw card again for Townsville because you had the Super 2s running. Yeah, so yeah. So now we've taken on Super 2s this year, three categories to follow for today. Yeah, yep. All yeah, within pretty an good. hour. Yeah, all within an hour. All within an hour. Yeah, good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) No, so how'd you find it this weekend? uh... No, it was a great weekend. There's uh, a lot of things happening. Obviously, we had the the Super 2s and uh, obviously the V8 round as well and also Formula 1 and Red Bull Ring. Ring. Yeah, in Austria. That was a great looking track. It is. It's beautiful. Um, I mean, I love the European track, especially like Austria with the mountains in the background and yep. you know, they are at altitude, they're 700 meters above sea level and it's just picturesque. It is. It's beautiful. And it's, then you see like when nice we go to Hidden Valley and you look off in the distance and there's this bush and yeah. impacts. <laughs> it's just, I guess that's something that is good for Hidden Valley, but yeah, you know, the wildlife, the territory wildlife could go out there, get bitten by a snake or, you know, funnel web or something <laughs> Just, i'd rather it more austrian style <laughs> yeah it'd look nice prettier <laughs> pretty enough yes very pretty but we'll jump into the super twos we'll um well, kick that off straight away because which you know. end do you want to start at mate <laughs> well, let's just... I, we've got to talk about him don't we todd Hazelwood, he yeah. did a great job <laughs> this weekend todd did a fantastic job he drove that car fantastically he's obviously um he's He's pushed into a purple patch now, and he's just driving that car so well. And the, mm. the team must be helping him as well, getting the car set up so perfectly for him. And he just made everything with it, didn't he? Just absolutely got every ounce out of after it. After watching him today, uh, after watching him this weekend, I'm really excited to see his wild card entry. Yeah, he's driving really well. Well, put it this way. When we were talking to um, Bryce earlier in the year, he said it was really good to have people like... Um, Paul Dombrell in the in the Super Two series yeah, because the marker, yeah, because he is fast enough that he could still drive competitively in the main game. Hazelwood drove away from Paul. Yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. So that's a really strong sort of um, lineup they're going to have at uh, BJR there with yeah. with Todd. Oh, and he good, yeah, good pick. We have touched on that last year, but yeah, he's going to be great. It's really good for his career. I really hope he can get picked up next year because I think he could either that or he's probably going to end up with the number one on his car. Well, yeah, uh, fingers crossed he can get a, a, a good seat for next year. It doesn't look like there's too much available in in V8s. No. Um, well, some of those lower teams might shuffle around and stuff like that, but, yeah, they, they, I think most of the seats have already taken. Um, but, you know, silly season's probably soon to start, so we'll soon see. Mm. Well, how about Bryce? Should we talk about Bryce? Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on Bryce. Um Got his had new, a really tough got his new day. toy. Yeah, he did. He did have a, his new toy. Looks very shiny. Yeah, it looks good. I like the new livery. Needs a bonnet sponsor. I yep. said that to you straight away. So anyone listening out there that wants to sponsor Bryce, hit him up and get something on his bonnet because it's very big and it's very white and it's got nothing. Yeah, well, it's it's open for sponsorship. So anyone breaking late <laughs> over it. <laughs> um, we can't afford that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in our budget, that's definitely not happening. I'll just run the books. <laughs> nah, turns out we got no budget. <laughs> um, no, he he did. He had a great Friday. Uh, I think he was fifth fastest in the second practice. Yeah, so he looked really good in practice. And what I missed qualifying on the Saturday. Okay, what happened in qualifying? So Saturday they had massive brake issues with the car. They, I think, I 
I haven't got from him what the actual issue was, but I believe they might have had air or something that was happening to the brakes. And he basically had no brakes in qualifying. Oh. So, and therefore, that led into the race where he, I think he started, what, in 17th or something like that? Yeah, he started 17th. He finished ahead in the end because he had a... He, yeah, he went forward and backwards, backwards. and then forward again. It yeah. was it was a um, pretty tough race for him. There was obviously a bit but of a bingle. Lucky, lucky to escape that race fairly unscathed because that was the incident with um, Josh Keane and Andrew, Andrew Jones. Jones. And who else was in the middle? Uh, well, they were the main contributors. Well, they went three wide on, t- on the last turn. Yeah. The turn, not 12. I can't remember who Keane was having a bit of a battle with, and then poor Andrew Jones sort of got sideswiped in the in the midst of trying to get past the, the, the little incident, and, and it turned him around. And then, obviously, they all the field started consultina, um, and, and Bryce went for the grass to try and miss him. And, obviously, there was... A car pointing the wrong direction right yeah. in front of him on the grass, and he did a great job. Just well, when to, I first just touched it, I think he, I think he just scraped it, but not 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 very hard. When I watched it live at live speed, I was I, I said this earlier. I'm like, ah, Bryce, get off the grass. I mean, this is like you know he's doing a fantastic job, and like after rewatching in the car, I understand exactly why he went on the grass. But <laughs> a couple of times this season, I've seen him take to the grass in evasive action. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the best thing to do. <laughs> These cars don't like driving on grass. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, watching the onboard footage, you can see whatever. I can't, sorry, I can't remember for the life of me what car was ahead of Bryce, but he pretty much just hit the anchors because he had Keane fly across the front of him and Bryce had a bit of pace still behind him. So he, yeah, had to go around, clipped um, Andrew Jones. Yeah. Who had a shocking weekend. I know we don't really yeah. touch on too many other people in the Super 2, but... Oh, there was, yeah, there was... He's retiring bad. at the end of the season, and this race was just... This round was one you want to forget. Crashed out race one, and then had the big crash in race two, which he couldn't really avoid either. Yeah, that that race two incident, if we jump on a race two, that was massive incident. Um, mm. Will Brown did that all by himself. Yeah, Will Brown. And t- I'm sure you would have seen the replay from the, the lap before. He actually clipped he, the wall quite hard that lap too. Yeah, he did the same thing. The commentators were saying, like, um, Murphy and Rust were like, this is the lap before. And when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, this is where he hits the wall. Yeah, exactly. It looked like a photocopy of the uh, of the end result. But mm. um, he managed to get away with it one lap before. And then when he got into it, it... Next lap around, he just overshot it again and yeah, and pushed a bit wide and couldn't pull I think it up. Keane was the next person on the scene and he had nowhere to go either. And unfortunately, like Josh Keane's not had a very good year. Yeah, it's been a rough year for Josh Keane. They've had a lot of dollars in fixing that car and a couple of incidents that probably weren't really his fault. Mm. Um, I feel for him a little bit because especially a Calypso. Lot of, Remember how yeah. big that one was at Calypso? Yeah, that was huge. It was and that was written off. That, that was Supercar's fault. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. That no one wants to talk about. And supercars, no one's mentioning that they messed up that bad, that they rode off several cars because yeah. their light system. Oh, there was hundreds of thousands of dollars just ripped up in one mm. incident from a silly glitch with the lights. Like, obviously, it was no one's deliberate fault. But, yeah, it did It did um, cause a lot of damage. And, yeah, these boys have to live with it and fork out the back pocket to pay for it. Mm. And Keane, once again, had a really unfortunate, like, the first hit was bad enough. Yeah, when he uh, when he went into the the side of Will Brown, as uh, Will cu- got off the wall there, and he sort of clipped into the wall, and then Andrew Jones and everyone was else. Was it Andrew sort of Jones, or was there the blue car ahead of him, and then Andrew followed 
directly behind. Yeah, so there was one car in front of Andrew Jones, yeah, I believe. Yeah, because Andrew Jones was driving right behind, like nose to tail to that guy. And he's just like, I'm following you. And when you're that close to a car, yeah. you can't see uh, anything ahead of him. You just assume that the track's clear. Especially because it's such a high commitment blind corner. So there's a lot of concrete at the track and they come up to that corner and it's high commitment. They've got to jump the curb. And you can see Andrew and the car's got full lock right hand down. Oh, yeah. And he Once he realised that he's got, yeah, trying to turn out. And unfortunately for him, he just smacked into the back of that. And then I think he had someone run into... Yeah, and then he got pulled oh, up Charter stopped. No, no, Andrew got absolutely smashed as well. Ah, uh, yep, smashed. And the then Matt Charter actually did quite a good job to miss uh, it. Oh, yeah, he so actually um, diverted to the left and, and pulled up in the pie barrier. The young fellow, it was his birthday on Sunday, actually. I can't remember his name. Jack... Perkins? No, no. Jack Perkins Jack, did get around. He no, this is another Jack. I can't remember his last name. Sorry. Um, but yeah, he's he turned eighteen on the weekend because it's another one of the Bradley Jones cars actually, and oh, he yeah, managed to is? miss him. So that was really really lucky. But in the the Sunday qualifying was really really good for um Bryce. He managed to pull out a Jack seventh. Smith. Yeah, Jack Smith. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure that we knew who it was and we give everyone <laughs> full credit. Jack Smith, yeah, he did really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, Bryce did heaps better in the the second qualifying. Yeah, qualified seventh. That's yeah. his best qualifying result yeah. to date. Yeah, it is. It is. That's it's a really strong, and for only his uh, first meeting in that car, that was really. Well, that good was to his see. second time out, and this was one of the rounds where they're only doing the two races. Yeah, yeah. So it's not one of the ones where they've got the three. They've got the race on the Friday and the race on Saturday and a Sunday. This was just practice on Friday. Run race, I think qualifying race, yeah. qualifying race. Yeah, I don't yep. think they had another practice session. I think they only had the one. Yeah, that th I'm not sure. I think they got two practice sessions on the Friday. Ah, but, okay. But yeah, 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 two practices on the Friday. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. but it was it was he did really really well um in the that second quali and and looked really strong in the race as well. So I was really impressed with his start. Yeah, yeah. Because he kept up with LeBrock. Yeah, and yep. Shay Davies had a horrible start. I think Shay would have been a bit disappointed with his um, performance his, on his, Sunday. His Sunday race after getting a pole position on on the Saturday, mm. he looked a little bit. He got pushed around a fair bit in the race in the Saturday as well. He didn't have a good race. Yeah, uh, he fell back quite a few positions, and I think he he'll have to come away from the weekend and definitely look into what happened, what went wrong for them. Because um, he really failed to convert that pole too. Yeah, yeah, they and LeBrock really struggled this weekend a, a fair bit as well. So he had pace, but they just couldn't put it together. Mm. LeBrock was unlucky on the on the Sunday race, obviously with the restart, with what happened with Bryce getting run up the ass by a musket, musket, yep, and um and that therefore consulting the field once again and turning people around what, right at the restart. What's your thoughts on that? Should musket have been penalised? I think it's very hard. Look, the only penalty you're going to give him is going to be quite harsh. Especially because, like, what are you going to give him, a time penalty? You'd, and then it's the start of do. a grid. Like, you, you basically... One lap dash. Here we go. We'll, we'll bring up the results. So, Musket finished. If he was to give a... Say they were going to give him a 10-second penalty. Um, yeah, where's that drop him? It's it would be It'd be the last qualifier. So, he would be behind... He dropped down to 17th because they were only like f 10 sec or oh. 15 seconds from first to last. Yeah. 
but he's not in first. He wasn't in first. No, they would. He would have basically dropped back to last. Yeah, and it would have ruined his weekend because he finished third overall on the weekend. I think. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, I think it was a tough one for the for the stewards. I think that would have been a hard one. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some protests afterwards as well. Um, especially because it kind of took out uh, LeBrock. Took out LeBrock and, and, and um, Dumbrell, Dumbrell, which are two title def- like contenders, mm. while their main con- title um, rival, yeah, drove away Patriot is out there driving away and getting like, big points. Um, the interview that they did with Todd after the race, Hazelwood. Yeah. And they were like, you know, he was like basically saying, oh, my engineer was like, don't care what's behind you, mate. Just concentrate ahead. You don't look in your mirror. All you're going to do is get over, get over that line. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, he said he did see a little bit of the carnage behind, but really he's, he was just lights forward, like he- eyes forward, let's go. And then we'll watch the replays online. Yeah, so. I mean, on the whole, like, and I was so happy to see Bryce not get spun properly. Oh, and he recovered yeah. to fourth. And it was it was actually a little bit of a tense moment as well because um, the boys in the com box are going, oh, young Bryce forwards run into his teammates again. And they were kind of giving him a bit of a hard time, which was kind of unjust when they didn't have the proof They didn't it. have it. And then all they needed was that extra two seconds before. And then you see, yeah, um, Richard Musket just plow into the back of him. Yeah. I didn't realize how much it pushed Bryce's car sideways. Yeah, yeah. And Bryce actually... You know, Musket really gained from it as well, which was probably... The, well, he was behind Bryce. Bryce was fifth at that time, so Musket was sixth, and then he jumped up three positions because of his dodgy little well, push away. Okay, if you think about, like, in the main game, if you do a bump and run, you're going to get a penalty. That was a pretty severe bump and run. Three bump and run. <laughs> <laughs> that was taking out three competitors before the restart as mm. well. Uh, How yeah. do you go about that, not passing before the... Con- Oh, because they slowed down. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're allowed to. Yeah. But, yeah, bit of a weird But one. either way, uh, well done, Bryce. Fantastic result. Very um, very well done. And Todd, Todd too. And, you know, Anton did really well, too. That's Fa- Yeah, absolutely fantastic effort from him. When you see him, uh, when you see Anton on the podium, he's like, you can't help but like, oh, come on, let's go for you. Because you, he's got no sponsors on his overalls. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, Evans, you see Todd Hazelwood, who is probably in one of the better funded development teams. Um, well, he's, you he, know, they he's, still struggle. Um, but at least they've got bit. some good backing. They've got backing to look the part. That's what yeah, I was yeah. meaning. They look the business. Yeah. It's not, it's not a, so the, the thing that you've got to rem, um, remember with some of this, some of the ones that have a lot of sponsorship on them are the people that actually don't have very much money as well. Yeah. Because they're the people that the have, money. To, yeah. have to get as many people to sponsor them, whether it's $5,000, like, you know, the ongoing costs of a Super 2 car, it's like a basically building a family house every year. Yeah. That's how much... Um, it's like these people what? work yeah, basically for Basically, you need minimum 250k to go racing for 12 months. Oh. I don't yeah, I don't think that's enough. Honestly, around the 350 to 400k mark. And that's just for to, development series. To yeah, to brace development series properly in a in a current gen car, you you're looking quite high in the 350 to 5 basically. Yeah, yeah, depending on breakages and and whatnot. So you know you need a fairly substantial budget. Mm. These boys do work for it, but they're. Oh, they're I'm not saying none of them are you know taking stuff. easy, but I th- I, 
I do like seeing the guys like, you know, with Todd Hazelwood with all the gear because it does, you need to look the part. But yeah. it's just, it is a little funny when you see Anton up there in just the black overalls against, you know, Musket, which is, looks like he's wearing a GRM. Well, he was. Get up. Yeah, yeah. He um, was. And you got Todd Hazelwood in all the matching gear. And this is something I noticed with, um, he's getting a, lots of shout outs this episode. Um, Andrew Jones, his get up looks pretty decent. Like he's got the full yellow helmet with the allied trucks on there. He's got the allied trucks overalls. Yeah, the, um, they, 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 it's a very smart And that's something that they, they did say on the commentary anyway. BJR do present a very nice looking team. They do. They're fantastic. The cars look really good. But, okay. So, Super 2s aren't racing till Sydney now. Or, not no. Sydney. Yeah, yeah, Sydney. Sydney. Newcastle. Not not Newcastle, but they're racing at um, Sydney Eastern Motorsport. Creek. Yeah, oh, Sydney aren't Motorsport. Aren't they racing Newcastle? Or is I think next, they're racing. Yeah, they're racing next Newcastle. Round but is, their next round is in. Is in Sydney Motorsport Park. Yeah. Eastern Creek. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, we finished up that. We wrapped that up. You want anything else you want to say? Just, no, just well done, guys. Well, yeah, just really well done to Todd. He drove an absolutely great weekend. Can't can't knock it. All right. We're done. Clicked off. Okay. Now, we're what are on we up to? 25, 30 minutes, something like that already? <laughs> uh, we're probably 17 minutes in. By the moment I cut this, people listening, probably about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, I think so we're running slightly behind schedule slightly already. Slightly behind schedule. So we've got to <laughs> do this really quick without jumping the start. Okay, Campbell. Fantastic. Yeah, he's doing a great job. He won. So for guys that don't listen, Matt Campbell, who's racing over in the Porsche Super Cup, I think it's called. The European? Yeah, no, Porsche Super Cup. Cup. It's just yeah. called, yeah, the Super Cup. Um, took out his first win. Now, Matt has been really proving himself quite well over in that series. I'm just trying to find the stats of what he's done. Matt's done really well over there. Like, this is his first season. In just three events this year, Campbell has claimed three pole positions, a win, a third, two fifth finishes, to put him third in the championship, only 60 points behind Germans, um, uh, the German racer who won the opening three races and is uh, who finished second at the Red Bull Ring. You're what? You're three events in. You've claimed three poles. You've got a race win. You're this young Australian guy. He's 22. Yeah, he's doing pretty well for he himself. He is really opening doors everywhere he needs, really. Yeah, and like, this is big. Like, I don't think anyone in Australia... Well, I'm sure there's lots of people in Australia that understand how big this is. But in general, I think a lot of people don't give him credit for how big of a moment he's at. This is world stage And I don't think people understand level. how competitive the Porsche Super Cup is. Like, this is a one-make series. Everyone is in the same car. Yeah, yeah. And for him to come over there and just to get a win on his first year and just, I'm looking forward to seeing him in the Enduros. That's... I agree. Yeah, he's he's a good little peddler and he's doing a great job over there and it's it's good to see the Australians pushing quite hard over there and, and doing really well. Yeah. Any else on that? Are we nah. done? Nah, nah, done. Next. Matt's okay, done. boom. <laughs> Super Utes are coming to town. Reserving judgment. Reserving judgment. Mazda's They look in. all right. They what do you think good. about the Mazda? Yeah. yeah. Looks, right. looks like a BT50. Yeah. What do you think of the Ranger? Yeah, it looks like a BT50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, so, they, they, they do look interesting. I would have liked to have seen a couple of demos this weekend just to show us what they're going to be. It's going to be a hard sell. It's going to be a hard sell if you don't put them on the track and let us hear that dieselly noise. 
their pace is going to be quite slow. It'll be interesting. Uh, can't remember who was talking about, but they were likening it to the Sangyong um, Cup in in New Zealand. Ah, uh, yeah. And saying they're they're like they're quite entertaining to watch, and their pace is quite slow. Mm. Um, they think these will be a bit faster than them. So it, it, there's we'll, actually we'll got a lot of supercar parts on it because obviously I think the kit is about a sixty or eighty thousand dollar kit that they put onto the cars. Yeah, reserving judgment. My prediction still hasn't come out yet. I did say last year that the Great Wall is going to come in, and if they do, I'm I'm jumping on the Great Wall Ute, um, Super Ute series. But it nothing's been announced. Um, yeah, very much reserved judgment for that one. All right, main game, supercars in Townsville for their 400 kilometers over two days. Sunday. What are your talking points for Sunday? No, there's not much to talk about this weekend. Scotty's uh, on form, isn't he? He was quick. He yeah. was ridiculously quick. You're looking. We're, just, we're, we're on the results page, and it's like practice one, David Reynolds. Practice two, Chaz Mostert. Armourall qualifying, Scott McLaughlin. Race three, Scott. Uh, race 13, Scott McLaughlin. Armourall qualifying, Scott McLaughlin. Armourall top 10 shootout, Scott McLaughlin. And Jamie went and messed it all up and won on Sunday. <laughs> it's, um, he's once again, like I said, for Todd, he's hit, Scotty's in a purple patch. He's, he's driving out of his skin. One uh, driver that is not in a purple patch. Yeah, Fabs. Fabian. Fabs had a tough weekend. Mm-hmm. It'll be hard to brush this one off, but he's got to. And, you have uh, to. Look forward into the... It's no different than, um, you know, at least Fabian scored points every race this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, agree. Last weekend, you saw how much shame. Or last weekend, sorry, three weeks ago, I think yeah, it was when, when last ages round, ages ago, ages ago, feels like forever. Um, in Hidden Valley, Shane had got DNF on the Sunday. That really hurt him. Yeah, well, he's, he's still dope. sitting two hundred and fifty odd points behind. Something that I did notice, and I probably could be the only person to notice this, and it's something that I'm always going to notice, is they changed. They changed the numbers, right? So we know that Fabian oh, had the made, orange. They made a big deal of it this time. Fabian had the orange on the Sunday because yeah. he was championship leader. And then on the Sunday, he had yellow on the left and the right and the back, but still had orange on the front. And Scott McLaughlin had orange on the left, on the right, on the back, but yellow on the front. On oh my supercars, if you're going to do this, do all of it or don't do none of it. Yeah, that's okay. pretty funny. It's piss poor. It looks stupid. And just finish your job. Take the orange off Scotty's. Uh, take the orange off um, Fab's and do it on Scotty's. But if we are going to change it, like if you do want to do this every race, anytime there's a change in the championship, you got to make sure you do it right or only do it at rounds. Yeah. If, you can, if you're too incompetent to replace four numbers, do it at the end of the round. Because I don't want to see this, oh, shit, we left the orange on. Yeah, I, or, maybe know. they ran out of stickers or something, yeah. And that it's is still, a it's, talking point for why it should probably be done at the end yeah. of the round. I mean, especially in a championship this close. You know, like, if Jamie wins next race on the Saturday, he'll get the championship lead. And then if Scotty wins again on the Sunday, then he'll get it over. It's like, we can't, not race by race. I've noticed now they've got a Maybe little black Maybe we need to put a star, a star on the front of the car or something. Well, now they've, they've got the little placard 
Yeah, I've seen the front. that. Yeah. Like, that must be new as well because I didn't see it on Fabian's car at Hidden Valley when I walked down the um, did the grid walk. I wasn't looking for it too. Yeah, I don't and know. And I didn't really go too close to Fab's car because, you know, they were like, he's busy. I could go walk next to LeBrock's car with no one. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, okay, jumping to the race. Race 13. Uh, Yeah, Scotty McLaughlin pretty much drove away with that. He – just trying to think. This was another one that was done to fuel, but he was just quick at the start. He just couldn't get – like, uh, Jamie couldn't close the gap again. Yeah, and then the the different tires and stuff like that. And I thought this would work because Jamie actually took more fuel at the start. I was like, yes, that's what you do. More fuel, short stop at the end. I said, can't lose it. Still lost it. Yeah. Yeah, It would, he just has car pace at the moment. Um, mm. You know, the Sunday race was a bit different, but, but the, the sad day he had more car pace and race pace. Something that was really good for this weekend is ProDrive's performance. Well, you yeah, look at this Saturday's race. Up. Look, Frosty, third. Chaz, fourth. Waters, fifth. And Bright, nowhere. Bright made it to the top 10 shootout on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> all I know right. We are all over the shop this weekend, but we got to be quick. <laughs> you have no idea what it's like because I missed the qualifying on the Sunday because I had yards to mow and forgot. Um, Come in, I was like, oh, yep, V8s are on, qualifying on. And I was like, top 10 shootout, seven minutes away. I'm like, cool, I'll watch this. And boy, was I surprised when Jason Bright come out. I was like, ooh, Jason <laughs> Bright. <laughs> and then I got to watch was. him spin. <laughs> he yeah. was going hell for leather, and he was he was driving like a pissed-off teenager, he was. Yeah, well, I think Bright and there's one other car that didn't have new tires for the shootout. There's only two of them. Uh, Tanda. Yes, yeah, so Tanda uses Tanda uses set to, uh, new set to get into the shootout. Yeah, see, they all use their new tires to do three runs in quali. Where Scotty and all these other, well, Scotty had a green set for the race. Scotty is doing that thing where he goes out at the start of qualifying, sets a lap, and gets out, and then spends twenty minutes in like a cool down room. Yeah, he's doing. It's getting ridiculous. It's going to get out to just like twenty minutes. I don't need twenty minutes. I'll go out first, set my time, and we'll just go play. Can you catch it? It must be, sorry, we're once again all over the place. <laughs> must be very hard for Fabs at the moment. Scotty's really looking at a class of his own in the same car now. Oh, yes. And um, Fabs had to watch Scotty set that fantastic not, time in the Not that Fabs seems bitter about it at all. He's, no, he's been there very for good every podium. Yeah. And like you said, you know. Congratulates him every time. This is still Fabs' best season in his career. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, he has been leading the championship most this year. Um, he's had one bad race and we're riding him off. Like, one bad weekend. The problem is, is nah. Scotty has had great weekends for the past four. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not riding him off. I'm just saying Scotty has gone into a little bit of his own league at the moment. And mm. even when Fabs has a good weekend, Scotty seems to have a better one. Yeah. And um, it's I don't know. That's going to be hard. It's going to eventually start getting at him. So... I don't know. We'll watch that space for a little bit longer and see how that team dynamic keeps keeps moving forward or not. But yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. And another driver that needs to improve his qualifying. Craig Lowndes. Yep. <laughs> he doesn't need to improve his racecraft. His racecraft is there. He's just the best out of any of them. Um, what did he get on Saturday? 
Uh, 13 positions. 13 positions. He, yeah, finished yeah, sixth. Um, Not bad. People just letting off some fireworks. Some fireworks. God know. damn it. You're only 10 days away. Uh, 10 days ago, you went to let off fireworks. 19th, he's qualified. That's horrible allowance. It is. And, yeah, I was just hoping. Because he, did he get into the shootout in Darwin? He did. He did, yeah. And this is that's when I was like, ah, qualifying form, turn around. Well, they, and they thought they had. They thought they had sort of clicked onto it and um, tried to work out the qualifying pace, but it still wasn't there. And once again, Lowndes was shocking on the Sunday as well. Mm. Even worse than uh, 17th or 19th, whatever he called. Ah, he qualified like 20 21st, 21st, I think, on the Sunday. Yeah, 21st. Still finished 10th, up 11 positions. Yeah. Um, still a fantastic result. Someone who we haven't really touched on too much, David Reynolds, is qualifying on sad- Sunday in the top 10 shootout, third. And then he's getaway. I mean, we all want to talk about Valtteri Bottas's start, but, you know, Reynolds. Reynolds and Erebus have found some qualifying pace. They really have. Unfortunately, the race pace today, this weekend, was... It just... They did, couldn't get tire life out of the car. Yeah, because at the start, I was, like, watching going, ah, oh, they've started on higher pressures, and that's obviously explained a little bit more of the start. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, I understand that. Start on the higher pressures at start, build your lead, get your track position, then take your pit. Yeah, undercut. And, uh, yeah, undercut, and then, you know, then go on your good tire life. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Come in, you know, pit in, put the tires on, don't have the pressures up as high, you'll build them up throughout the race. It seemed like as soon as he put new tires on, he had that pace again, and then he only had that pace for another five laps before they really fell off. Yeah. And then he just struggled. Like the car's chewing through chewing, the tires. yeah. Just oversteering everywhere. It's just... I think Scotty can... Uh, Scotty. Davey can um, throw the car around a little bit and get the time out of it, but... Once he once he calms it down and everything tries to get into race pace, it's just mm. he he was not good. the part where he lost all the pace and where it looked really bad was when he sort of got stuck in the trains because it sort of looked like you're the front of the train. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't normally like you can get into that train and you can sort of like, all right, we got a little bit of hot air and not you know great aero, but we'll all drive together for a bit. Except for yeah, Reynolds. When as soon as he got in there, it was just like, oh, you're falling behind. And then, yeah, he just, a bad weekend. But they're showing good promise. For a, for a, a very small team. team. Yeah, for a lower team, low low budget team. They're doing quite well. Mm. Um, So just rounding out, J- Jamie Wincup did take home his first win of the season. His um, win ratio is a little bit better. Yeah, I messaged it's been you during a beating the, this year. I messaged you during the Sunday race going... Jamie better not fuck this and win. <laughs> yeah, so Michael's been having a little bit of a joke all year. It, it's Jamie will always come second this yeah. year. And he's going to win the championship, but he's only going to come second. <laughs> he's very consistently been coming second. He hasn't won a race until Sunday this year. All year, mm. out of 14 races, he's won one. I think he's been on the podium more than everyone else. But he's come second quite a few times, so he's done a great job. Uh and he finally managed to, and the team. I think the team really. He did looked the pretty job happy. Here. Yeah, 
the he, team really had a good strategy and he, he did a great job to hold Scotty up when Scotty had the pace when he came out of the pits and stuff like that. Yeah. And really control. I think on the Saturday he was a little bit disappointed in himself that he made it a little bit too easy for Scotty to get past. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think on the Sunday he really rectified that and went, nah, I'm not giving the, this to you easy. The big thing that I like took away from the Sunday was how that, yeah, Jamie could hold the sh- the Falcon behind him. Where in other races, it's sort of like, doesn't matter how much he tries, you know, Scotty's got the pace. He could Scotty could be on tyres that are 70 laps old and somehow still had the pace. I mean, not that He old, looked but, a bit you know, weaker on the Sunday. He did. And Jamie seen that. And he, like, obviously used that to his advantage. And when Ludo on that side, oh, I look behind and... Uh, Scafi and Crompto are like, no, he should be definitely concentrating on attacking Wind Cup here. And, you know, I guess they're a little bit right, but you know, there was a no threat from behind. Shane wasn't catching Scotty. Yeah, I think they were worried, but that Scotty's pace might drop off. Mm. Um, I definitely feel that Ryan's story is a lot more honest than any of the other team principals. Yeah. Starting is to that like what you him. call them in V8? Team principals? Team manager? Team manager. I don't, I don't know what they call them in V8s. I'm too used to Formula One. What they well, they're basically a team principal. Anyway, the the, the manager, Dr. Ryan Story, yep. he is very honest. I like. I, I know some of that was probably a little bit of fluff, but he, you know, when they're wounded, he will normally say that they're wounded, and when they're fast, he will normally call it fast, where some of the others are a little bit more... Um, a little bit coy. Yeah, coy they'll, about they'll, how they um, say things. Yeah, we'll say stuff in code. Yeah. But this was another weekend where, you know, Frosty and Chaz finished fourth and fifth on the Sunday. So that's another good result. Shane come home third after starting second. So he, did, he didn't have a great start. What was shocking this weekend to me, basically, um, PRA, no they haven't made, well, they haven't made any improvements to these cars. They just stopped fiddling with them and letting the drivers actually adapt to yeah, how the yeah. car drives. And, turns and out all, all of a sudden, they got car pace. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, how has that taken so long? Well, They're I always wonder, team. like, when they say, oh, we're doing a Winton test. Like, they did the Winton test before they came to Darwin. Really? How much data can you take from Winton to Hidden Valley? They're very different tracks. Different yeah. style of tracks. Different temperature. And could that have been their downfall? So that's what Scafie was basically saying on during the commentary on Hidden Valley. Like, stuff that works in Winton won't always work in Darwin, and it won't yeah. work in Townsville. Oh, that's exactly right. Well, all you've got to be, basically, is learning how changes you make on the car change the car. I think that's what you've really got to be looking at those at those days. And you, you can't be fine-tuning the car for one on a track for a different track. It just yeah. doesn't work. There's it's no more way for to do it. Testing your new parts. Yeah. One team that I was hoping that could bounce back that normally do pretty well on street circuits is the Mobile One HSV Racing. James Qu- Courtney finished ninth. A top ten. That's not bad. That's we were good. kind of calling them for a win and I've got to say we'll eat our humble pie right now because we were very wrong. <laughs> There was no repeat of any magic from HRT. Um, Jesus. Yeah, we know what you're talking about. Walkinshaw. (laughs) Mobile One HSV Racing. There was no uh, repeat of any magic that they've had in previous years, which was a real shame, but uh, it was good to see 
Uh, it was good to see, you know, racing mid-pack and stuff like yeah, that. They were they were showing some decent pace, and they looked like they could fight for positions. Is it bad that on uh, on the qualifying sessions, I basically I looked at um, how Craig Lowndes had gone. I went, geez, he's even behind that. <laughs> he's even Obi-Wan. behind the walking <laughs> short cars. <Ooh. laughs> That's Dude, when you know you're when you not qualify twenty first. Well. You're like, oh, you're even behind the Nissans. <laughs> nah, he was ahead of Simona Di Silvestro. She didn't do too bad. She's still at the back. Yeah. Look, she's going. She's been to quite a lot of tracks where she's never been before. I think the one we really got to judge her off is Bathurst. She's been there twice. Yep. She's got a bit of track knowledge now. She's had enough time in the car she to learn. She won't be teamed up with Renee Gracie, who was a bit of a anchor. Yeah. She's like Renee Gracie's one that I have to be very careful what I say here. Renee Gracie is someone that sort of got a very big helping hand that's not not setting the field alight. Yeah, look, she doesn't have the race pace, unfortunately, mm. uh, for Renee. She needs a bit more experience and whatnot. Um, Come to the Super Utes. She'd be good in that. She probably would. Um, it probably would be good for her because she, Renee's very good at getting sponsorships. So oh, probably yeah. something that You could be able to get it. Jump into the Super Utes. All right, you, you pro- probably won't race supercars. Maybe you might yeah. get a co-drive. You know, you never know. But she could I probably do pretty be, well yeah. with that, and she could be a front runner. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I agree. All right, supercars. Do you have any other news you want to touch on, or are we going to quickly jump over to the Formula One? I think we just move straight on, straight to Formula One. All right. Do you want to pronounce that? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's in. German or Austrian? Well, you can speak German, so I can't speak German. Oh, you can. Not not, not much. Not much. <laughs> all right, I didn't so say you can speak all German. No, no. I can speak English. Yeah, I can speak English. Is, sometimes is that even the correct term? <laughs> <laughs> okay, jumping over to the Formula One qualifying on the sad day. Yes, mate. Patrick Bottas did really well, and Hamilton did not. No, he did not. It was a bit of a... Because um, we all knew Hamilton had that six grid place penalty. Yeah, or five. Oh, five. Yeah, sorry. Plus, five. Yeah. Five places plus your place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he started eighth. Yeah. It Look, it's... it's. God, it's a rough... He did not have it good in qualifying. And I think the team was really looking for him, and so was he, to get pole position here so that he would only start fifth. And it would have ch- probably changed the race a fair bit for him. Oh, he he had the did a really good jump at the start. Not as good as Valtteri. But, um, Are you saying he jumped the start? Is that why you said he did a really good jump at the start? So my reaction's <laughs> just spot on. If you, if you go to the data, uh, you see okay. my reaction time you didn't, 0. You didn't jump straight to the 0.201. I didn't, you didn't jump. jump right? You didn't jump? My wheels might have been slightly in motion, but they didn't okay. actually break traction Okay, yet. all right. Well, we'll focus and... Yes, yeah, so he he did have a good start. He managed to get in front of the both the Force Indias into the. Um, no, one got him. No, they got him back oh, after okay, yep. one of the straights. Um, so he wasn't he wasn't uh, in front of them, but obviously starting on the slower tire didn't didn't help him. Too yeah, much. didn't work as well as they thought it would. He didn't have enough car pace to be fast enough in the race. Um, it, it did come to him, and he did pass them back and whatnot, but. It, it didn't work out as silky smooth as they thought it would. Every time 
there's a driver that's going into qualifying like Q3 with a penalty, I always think back to Michael Schumacher when he went, I can't remember what race it was, but he had a 10 grid spot penalty. And they asked him before the qualifying, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to qualify first and then I'm going to start from 10th and I'll win the race. Uh, we qualified first? Yeah, there you go. Um, and they're like, well, what's that? He's like, you know what I said? <laughs> I'll start from 10th and go on. Um, I just think that was, you know, I think it was his last pole position. Even though technically he didn't get it. Just sad thinking about Michael. But yeah, I just remember that. I don't know why. And I don't know why it's relevant. <laughs> but, you know, Hamilton it's had a penalty. Relevant. It's slightly it's relevant. It's a nice tidbit. God, if you're worried about relevant, don't <laughs> listen to the rest of the show or <laughs> the 40-odd minutes beforehand. <laughs> so Turns uh, out our talk quick is just cut and paste everything in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he, he didn't have the best qualifying session. He obviously still managed to get third in front of Kimi, mm-hmm. which is probably not, still not too bad. It could have been worse. Um, Dan Ricciardo out qualified his teammate again. I was going to say, the one that was really weird for me was Max has been on a bit of a roll in qualifying He's lately. been really good on Saturday. He just wants races on Saturday. Yeah, he's been having an absolute roll lately, and I think he's out-qualified Daniel in the last four races. Yeah, uh, Maybe correct me, but um, yeah. So All you it, need to look in, like, Q1 and Q2, Verstappen was faster than Ricardo. Yeah, and so... Max had three sets of greens for the last, for Q3, and he still didn't manage to beat Daniel's time. What, what do weird. you think of Max waiting at the end of the pit lane for it to open, only for Ricardo to drive up right behind as soon as it opened? Max drove off, and then it, it Ricardo was drove weird. Off? It was weird. I know that he wanted to set his own outlight pace, so he didn't want to get stuck behind someone. But it was weird that he was sitting there for a good 30 going, seconds yeah, or Yeah, tyres are going cool. And then for your teammate to roll up behind you and just roll out straight behind, like... Hot tyres, yeah. ready to go. Yeah, it it was weird. Um, maybe they thought people were going to rush into the pit lane. Didn't happen. Thought maybe, like, the Force Indias and Carlos Saints. Carlos Saints did a really good job to jump up to into Q3. Because he, yeah. he was quite far behind in Q2, and then all of a sudden just, boom... Up yeah. fourth or saying he did a one oh five five four four, which was you know a just strong as, lap. Yeah, I'm looking at the times like it's pr- well. Very the qualifying decent. was quite close, really. There was about not much more than a second in the top ten. No, no, you, one point two or something. Yeah, one point five. Yeah, one point five. There you go. That's not a bad spread over the top 10. You think back to Australia, we're talking 1.5 to the Red Bulls. Yeah, yeah. Red Bull have definitely improved a lot um, this season. Very short track, only a minute five for, or 12 a minute four, I think was the qualifying time. In minute Q3. four, 104.251. There you go. So a minute four. So quite a short track. Um, not overly technical, quite fast. Uh Maybe that has a little bit to do with the, the, the gap not being so large, but it is good to see them all quite tight. And the race pace still looked quite good from all of the cars as mm. well. They, they all look quite competitive. So that was nice. We're getting a, a nice a nice sort of race pattern happening now. Mm. Well, um, eh, not too much from qualifying. We'll jump into the race. Now, this is, okay, you can jump into it now. Jump mate. into it. Jump into it. 
Did he? Did he jump it? Or did we now just find out exactly what the FIA's threshold is? And it is 0.201 seconds. Yeah, it's it's an... I I don't know. Look, watching it on TV, I didn't think he jumped it. I didn't... It, it didn't look... We've seen almost bigger jumps in supercars this season than what um, Valtteri's jump allegedly was. Yes, go on. Tell us what you really think, Michael. You're holding no, back. No, no, I actually, no, I didn't realize that they were all going to whinge that he jumped up until they all started jumping on the radio and going, I think he jumped. Yeah, it was quite funny how um, Daniel and, and Sebastian both jumped on the on the radio. Hang mm. on. Hang on, he I think Battery did that jump. Yeah, and I don't know. If you went on the internet today, anywhere near a Formula One website or anything, a forum, it's it's mixed. It's very mixed. I think we're Is mixed. It perfect? No, nothing's perfect, mate. We just got. Did some he guidelines. anticipate it and guess? Well, they like you're not allowed to anticipate the light change, but fuck, everyone does. Yeah. Look, I'm on the fence a little bit with it. I haven't looked at the the really really slow mo stuff. I've only looked at the replays on TV and whatnot, and in like uh, the notebook and all the other stuff. And they say it's legit. You know. Obviously, he got it close enough that they're willing to accept it. So, uh, Michael's. Now I have to bring change. something up onto. <laughs> Michael's now going to try and change my opinion. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I um, just... Yeah, my view was basically let it let it slide. Let it slide. This is all right. All right, let's let's go. Let's say all this is is a very tiny gif, but his wheels are jiggling. The lights are still on. See? Yeah, his, See? Head's e- his head's even moved back. And his revs are changed. And he's moving, but the lights are still on. Yeah. So what we're watching is, it's a GIF, I will save it. It's basically, the lights are still on. We're basically watching from the... The camera that's mounted above the... camera above, above the, the head. Yeah, yeah just above the head. the airbox. Um, you can see Valtteri's wheels slowly rotating like this is a gift that's literally like point of a second and so you can see the wheels move you can see the rev lights change yeah it's only a couple of frames and the lights are still on and that's people going this is battery you know um jumping the start well after looking at that i changed my opinion he definitely jumped the start ah ah, okay (laughs) see well apparently according to the fia they're they're allowed a little bit of movement in your box yeah. So I was gonna say, did it did it change the result? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> was there a little point of me going, Oh, Ricardo can get second if he does this? Yeah, um, um I look I don't think it needs to anything needs to come of it. Nah. Sorry, JD's just pointed to a photo of um Sebastian Vettel's tires and Valtteri's tires after the race and they're smashed. Mate, they look very secondhand. Yeah. Extremely. Like, Sebastian's got a lot of pickup on his front wheel. Which is normal, I guess, after the race. Yeah, they after deliberately race. try and pick up a bit of weight. But you but look, you at, look at Valtteri's, like, down the center of it, it's got this nice big line. And I was actually watching the highlight video um, before you rocked up on YouTube, and I'll link that in the show notes because it's always good to watch. Seb- uh, Vite- oh, who am I talking about? Hamilton. His tyres at the end of the race. 
Yeah, pretty secondhand. They look very secondhand. There's big black lines straight through them, and you're like, they're already talking about exactly what this was like 70 laps ago. But, you know, that's the good thing about, like, now Foxtel broadcast HD over Foxtel now instead of standard definition. You can actually see the tires during the race. (laughs) Yeah. It's good. It's not... Not too much, really. I mean, Valtteri Bottas did win his second race of his career, so it's well done to Valtteri. Yeah, it was a, a, and a really strong weekend. He had good pace in qualifying, yeah. good race pace, and he controlled it and managed to hold on with some pretty second-hand tyres by the end of the race mm. and did a good job. I think he should be really proud of what he did. Yeah. Now, I want to... We jump on the podium. So we know who won. So Valtteri Bottas won the race. Sebastian Vettel comes second. Daniel Ricciardo, Australian legend. Daniel Ricciardo for Prime Minister, come third. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hamilton, pretty good job to come to fourth. And like he was applying a lot of pressure to Ricciardo in those oh, last, was, yeah. last dying laps. Sebastian has now increased his championship again, his lead. Um, yeah, out to like 20 points now, I believe. Yep, 20 points. Sebastian Vettel is on 171 points. Lewis Hamilton is on 51. Valtteri Bottas on 136. Daniel Ricciardo, 107. Not so bad. So, Daniel Ricciardo is now... That's his fifth podium in a row. He's the first non-world championship driver to win... or To have five consecutive podium finishes since Rubens Barrichello in 2014. 2004. 2004. Sorry, Rubens Barrichello was not racing in 2014. I think he was doing Indy. Was he? Didn't he? Wasn't did he, he doing Indy? No. He oh, had... did he not say? I, I thought, thought he... he retired completely. Oh, I thought he was. I could be wrong. Correct me on that. But anyway. What is Rubens Barrichello doing? Ah, Rubens Barrichello is racing stock cars in Brazil. There you go. What do they look like? They're like little supercars, but smaller. Tiny cars. Well, that was what um, that's there what was um, talk of Massa going and doing, and wasn't there talk of Wind Cup going there at one stage? Yeah, just looking at this photo, you reckon their numbers are big enough? I reckon they should be bigger. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. So you, what we're looking at is... I reckon the sticker is not dangerous at all <laughs> <laughs> on we're, the front windscreen. What we're looking at is this... Um, I'll save this image, so I'll post it in the show notes. <laughs> Sticker is large and inconvenient. Yeah, it's three cars. There's a, a Volkswagen, a Mitsubishi, and an Opel, a Vauxhall, something at the end. But the numbers for the cars. So the first car is seven. The next car, I think, is 33 or something, three. And the car behind it, 16. And the numbers, no joke, are from like the bottom windshield to the top of the windshield just behind the top sponsor. Pretty much takes the up whole third. passenger side of the window is yeah. just the number. Yeah, that's, it's, that's, that's a bit. That's a bit big. Anyway, enough about that. <laughs> Are we at an hour yet, Michael? Almost. Almost 50-odd minutes. But we still got to talk about who we think is going to win the British Grand Prix. Which we haven't is, talked much about the race yet. <laughs> I think we've done enough. <laughs> we've done enough. Uh, we've cu- we, I don't. We haven't even talked about the crash. Oh, yeah. The crash. <laughs> okay. We'll go back to the crash. We, okay. We're going to be a little up. All right. We're going to go a little bit over now. Sorry, people. I'm going to admit, when I first watched the start of that race, I was quite tired on the couch. 
I wasn't paying heaps of attention. And I saw two Red Bulls. And I saw one make a great start and one make a horrible start. And just being an Australian, I was like, well, I know which one Ricardo is. <laughs> Thank God I was wrong for that. <laughs> because, um, yeah, you see uh, Max, he just got drilled. Yeah, unlucky again. And unlucky too for um, Alonso. Because it wasn't his fault. It was, that was it's, Kvyat's fault. Uh, I actually watched an interview with Kvyat uh, post-race. And he needs to just own it. Oh, we made some brake adjustments coming into on the warm-up lap, and I don't think they helped. And I, I locked the rears, and then I locked the fronts, and I was then sliding out of control and hit Alonso and then took out Max. He and did like, do a big dive up the inside, like, you too. You were probably going freaking 5Ks too fast. That's probably why. Yeah, that's where you started. <laughs> I mean, he made he a blistering start. 10 meters too late. <laughs> he made a great start. That was the issue. Yeah. It was two bad starters ran into a guy that would did a really good start yeah yeah and you know everyone knows the start of the race is the best time to make up positions so if you made yeah, that start, a little bit desperate and you can get away with a little bit more at the starts mm. well you look at ricardo's little pushing um rocket out of the way a little bit i mean he didn't make uh, contact and I, stuff, I don't he gave him enough too much room, in but yeah that was you know one of the things you can do a bit on the start he's a bit more forceful but i don't think that's that what that got in the podium only race yeah Although that they pretty much used um, Kimi as a rear gunner again. That's Ferrari. Yeah. So this is saying if, okay, can we let's talk about this and then we can talk about Max and Ferrari. Okay. You you want to talk about the crash? Let's talk about the crash. Go on. Talk about the crash. Well, we just talked about the crash. Oh, you didn't put any input into it. You were like, let's talk yes, about. Yes, I did. I talked about. Danny Kivia. He was going five kilometers too much. Yeah, and he was talk. He was blaming. The okay, team. so he's blaming the team. He's not not taking responsibility, which was bullshit because okay. he did it all himself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we talked about the crash. Okay, they did ruin about... Max's race and um, ten thousand Max Dutch fans. Max, by the sounds of it, had an issue already and was in big problems. Mm. I don't think his race was over on the start line. I obviously it was by the time when he got hit and it made. Uh, it broke the clutch completely, but real shame for all the fans there. There was a Heaps packed stadium. Packed. So many orange. Yeah. And then, like, they were sitting there and they all got their Austrian flags. Well, some got red flags, some got white flags. And, like, the orange and red just looked weird and the orange and white just looked... You couldn't see it too much, but very orange. There was a lot of orange shirts in that. A lot of orange. Particularly in that one... Uh, Grandstand. There was a, a sea of orange. That it was one. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that, it's, it's dead set three quarters of the grandstands orange. <laughs> yeah, and they say Spa is worse. Yeah, because am I right in thinking that Max is Dutch and Belgium? Belgium. Uh, I, I think his mother's Belgium and his dad's Dutch. Dutch. He's racing under. Around. He's one racing under the Dutch flag because obviously. Dutch give him well, the Netherlands give him a little bit more money. Possibly, I'm I'm not sure. Well, because Ricardo can race under the Australian flag or the um Italian flag. Yeah, okay. But I think he gets a bit of government Support. sports money. Yeah, because well, a lot of drivers actually can have, especially in Europe where there's so many mixed. Well, your countries are so close, so you know you only drive two minutes down the road and you're in a different country, so. 
partners from different countries can meet and have children. It's a wonderful time in their lives. And then you get dual nationality. Yeah, exactly. And then you can choose which country gives you the more money to race under. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's a few drivers there. But I mean, obviously the Netherlands is very big support behind him. Yeah. I mean, you are backing a winner eventually. Max is going to win a championship. Yeah, probably. I was going to say, cool. Otherwise, you'd be like, big call, big call. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I've got... Oh, look, uh, he's he's 75% chance of winning a championship at some stage in the next not a bad 10 bet. years. I think that's a pretty safe bet. Whether it happens, it, you know, there's well, still will that... Will it happen in a Red Bull or will it happen in a Ferrari? Okay, we're there now? Yeah, we're there now. Okay. Um, I, didn't want, to do, I didn't want to do a bodass and jump too Just too jump too soon. early? No, no, it's fine. I could have got away with it, but I reckon. Yeah, 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 because <laughs> our reaction time is so quick. <laughs> no, I don't know what the goal is there. The, the one rumor I did have a good little chuckle about, actually, on the weekend was rumors that Carlos Sainz has been, family has been uh, the one sort of allowing the rumor out that Max is going to Ferrari. Oh, so these can he can have a spot. Well, Christian yeah. Horner come out and said if they had three cars at Red Bull, Carlos would be in one. And they oh, said yeah. Carlos is going to be at Toro Rosso next year. Yeah. Yeah, he's had his contract extended. Yeah. It was actually a little bit weird. Coming into this weekend, I thought Max and Carlos, more Max because the stuff about Carlos hadn't really come out too much yet, but had been a little bit... They, they, do, they do seem to take it a little bit for granted. There's, you know... Hundreds of millions of dollars go into their racing teams and stuff for them to race. You know, not necessarily that's all on them. You know, the teams are there and they get sponsors and they get airtime and whatnot. But there has been millions of dollars spent each year to get these boys in cars in, in series before this series, in development series stuff, before they even got to Formula 1. And um, I can understand why Carlos is getting frustrated because he's good enough to be in a Ferrari or a Mercedes or a Red Bull. He has to be on the short list of a couple of teams. Like, I think he's on the short list of a lot, but he I must, think their contracts reckon, are pretty Renault? good. See, that that's what they actually asked Christian Horner over the weekend. They said, well, ha- why don't you just lend him to Renault or someone? And Christian said, well, why would we lend him to Renault when they're beating Renault in the championship? Why would he want to take a step backwards? Yeah, I mean, the Toro Rosso is actually running quite well. He's performing quite well in his Toro Rosso. Where is he at? He's... Ninth in the championship standings. Yeah, so the only other team that really is a step forward for him is Force India, and that's not going to happen, I don't think. Nah, Force India too much like Ferrari. In fact, are they even running Ferraris? Are they running uh, Mercedes. Mercedes now, eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they've run Mercedes for the last couple of years. Four years, I think. Well, Max is someone that I think is, um, especially now, like I read an article that was a couple of days old and they're like, oh, five retirements in six races. And I'm like, oh, you better change that. But, you know, you're going after 2018, he's like, nah, I'm going to Ferrari. Yeah. Look, the rumors have come out that he's signed a pre-agreement. Now uh, there's rumors that he's gone to Red Bull and said that he wants to get out of his contract into, uh, sorry, in 2018, at the end of 2018. Yeah. yeah. So basically in 2019, Max wants to be racing for Ferrari. Now, my thing is, is Sebastian Vettel still there? And say Sebastian Vettel wins this championship. I heard He's going to have to play... Like, we know what Ferrari's like. Like, with Kimi, you already said he was playing gunner position. Well, I've heard... Okay, Ted, uh, the notebook. Yeah. He, he, Ted Kravitz actually said uh, 
some pretty crazy stuff. I think it was other. Yeah, it would have been this race. Um, he said Lewis to Ferrari, Sebastian to Mercedes. I think Bottas to stay at Mercedes, Ricardo to stay where he is, Max to Ferrari. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was sort of like looking at the other stuff. He wants Lewis. That was his prediction over the next, I think, two years. Lewis to where? Lewis to Ferrari. Lewis to Ferrari. Sebastian to Mercedes. Okay, so they're going to swap. Yep. yep. Uh, I think he Bottas said Bottas stays. stays. Yep. Uh, Kimi gone. Yeah, Kimi gone. I call Kimi gone. Uh, Ricardo to stay at probably yeah, yep. Red Bull. Um, if not, he said maybe Ferrari, but doubtful. Like and Max to and Ferrari. Ma- Max to Ferrari. I can't that's what see. He, that's what he's, he's. I can I can see where you're coming thought. from. I just can't see Hamilton and Sebastian leaving their respected teams. That said, I remember exactly where I was when the news broke that Sebastian Vettel was going to be driving for Ferrari. <laughs> there you go. I was driving down the autobahn in Germany. Listening to the radio, and um, it was in German, and then I heard, oh, Sebastian Vettel, blah, 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 Ferrari, Ferrari, Sebastian Vettel. And I was like, what did they say? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know right now. <laughs> and then they, they, I got told in the car, they're like, yeah, no, he said he's leaving Red Bull. He's, he's going, to, going to Ferrari. And yeah, we were, um, I don't know, 10 Ks out of Düsseldorf, driving down the autobahn when that come through. And I was like, ah. Oh. No. Look, I can understand Sebastian. I the, the one I worry about is Lewis. I don't think Lewis is going to leave Mercedes. Like I can see why Sebastian would want to drive for the German manufacturer and being German and all and mm. patriotic and represent and also follow his um I thought here he's already following Schumacher's lead and his Ferrari. Exactly, but Schumacher also did start in a Mercedes and end in a Mercedes. So when Schumacher come back from in the Mercedes, that was sort of like a, I felt like it was a mate doing someone a favor. Like, oh, you get your race team back. Yeah, look, I'll come back. We'll get all the fanfare. I'll get you sponsors. We'll yeah. just coast around for a bit and then you can replace me. I, I, I think there was some of that. And I think there was some of the expertise of Schumacher coming back to help engineer the cars as well. Oh, give it's f- a bit good like feedback. you don't want two rookies in a team. Yeah. You always want to have a stable drive. And the rookie at that stage was Brittany. I mean... Nico. Nico, yes. Okay. How so long are we now? <laughs> uh, we've over an hour. <laughs> so, can I ask your predictions for the British Grand Prix? British Grand Prix, hey? Mm. Daniel Ricciardo to win. Lewis and Bit more Lewis and Sebastian will take each other out going into oh. turn four. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Remember, I made a, a prediction quite like that last year. And it happened. It was right. <laughs> I know. I'm going to put some money on Ricardo. <laughs> yeah. Look, um, Bottas is actually starting to shine a little bit. Bottas is finding his feet. And he Hamilton's really... Hamilton's in a little bit of a slump. And it'll be interesting. It's probably a good time for his home Grand Prix for him to pick back up again. Uh, I think Lewis is actually going to be quite tough to beat at home. Yeah. He gets an extra two-tenths, I reckon, from the crowd. So it will be hard to beat Lewis. Sebastian sort of works on these little niggly, passionate things. So, mm, yeah, God, it's going to be hard. Is like a driver that really, 
Unless it's r- well, he's got a and, lot going on. There's one I thing think. we're forgetting here: if it's raining, which it could. Yeah, because it's England and their weather sucks. <laughs> if it's raining, I'm gonna go with Max or or Daniel. Yep. For yep. A, a good turnout, least podiums. And if it's dry and it's a, a flat out race, Hamilton. I'm gonna say Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think Sebastian and Hamilton are going to take each other out, and Daniel Ricciardo is going to win, and that's all I've got. Okay. What do you reckon Bottas is going to be? I haven't. I haven't placed him anywhere there either. I reckon Bottas will finish third. Yeah, same. My actual predictions was probably. Oh, it's really hard toss up between Hamilton and Vettel, but I really think Hamilton's going to have the home backing. But then again, I think Sebastian's probably going to outperform him. Oh. Cool. That is us done and dusted. No more talk. No more nothing. If you do like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or anywhere you found it on any podcasting app. Hit us up on our website. We're breakinglate.com. Uh, don't forget to yeah check out our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash breaking late or just search for breaking late on Facebook. Either or either. We don't care. Send us an email at breakinglate at gmail.com. Yeah. Don't forget to share the, rev- share the show if you do like it. Anyway, that is us. We will be back next week because we've got a back-to-back and we managed to keep this episode under one hour and ten minutes. One hour, fifty minutes. <laughs> one hour, eight minutes. <laughs> That's go. us. Once it's edited, it won't be. No, it won't be. <laughs> <It'll> be <All> <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> we'll catch you later, guys. Thank you. See ya. See ya.